Welcome to the Urban Wine Club podcast. Pour a glass, sit back, and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another Urban Wine Club webinar. We have a very, very special guest today. And actually, the product that he is bringing to the table is something that, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not super familiar with a lot of things, but, but this product is one that I'm really interested in learning more about because it's, you know, it's been part of my life or most of my adult life, and I really don't know much about it. So I'm really excited about, about the person we have today and what he's bringing to us to teach us and to demo. Uh, but before I say more, let me introduce our co-host, Foti Ostamos. Hello, Foti. Yeah, so Ari, thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. And yes, as always, we're super excited for our guest and our show this uh, evening. Um, as you mentioned, you've been drinking lots of this during your adult life, but what about like, you know, your college years and teenage years, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and it's one, yeah. and you know, Fati, like, you know, I, I'm not super familiar with a lot of spirits and wines, uh, but I know, you know, I'm learning and I'm learning and I'm learning, but th this is still one of those things that I, it's, it's, it's a big part of my life, but I really, really don't know that much about it. Excellent. So this is going to be really cool for me. Excellent. So uh, with us tonight, we have, a, a, as we mentioned, a good friend and an interesting and fascinating fellow. Uh, we've done a series of different webinars with different spirits. And this is going to be our first vodka cocktail webinar. Yes. And when you think of vodka, you know, you, you could think of in different ways. But uh, our guest, let me introduce him because he has an interesting story. With us tonight, we're going to have... Stelios Davrianos, the founder and creator of Cylinder Vodka. Stelios, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. We're super excited to have you and can't wait to hear all about your journey into creating uh, this product and what you're doing with it as well. Thanks, Fati, and thanks, Ari. Yeah, guys, I'm super excited to be here. Um, I'm excited to you know get our cocktail on and teach you a little bit about vodka and uh, tell you about uh, Cylinder, which is my my uh my baby I, I started this from the ground so you, up you you're the founder and 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 this is your product this is your brand this is my product founder master distiller marketer uh all of the above this is so, this is me wow wow that's amazing then why don't you so, start your take yeah uh Fati, i was just gonna say uh, do you want can we throw some questions in because i just have a personal interest in learning well, more about um like the background and stuff like that Absolutely. We'd want, we would definitely want Celia to tell us, um, first of all, you know, where it all began for him. Um, you know, where, where was it, where was that, you know, epiphany for you to create your product? And then after, tell us a little bit more about the product itself in vodka. So it started when I was 19 years old. I woke up one day and I said, you know what? I want to be a bartender. It might've been, you know, that Tom Cruise movie that got me into it. Um, but I was always <laughs> fascinated with bartenders in general. Uh, I wasn't old enough to drink yet, but I knew I wanted to be a bartender. So um, one Friday night, I walked into a local dive bar and literally begged my way into uh, becoming a bartender at 19. And I just became fascinated with the industry, um, especially especially when we'd have brand reps come in and teach us different cocktails and, and you know buy us lunch and tell us about their product. I'm like, wow, this is a really fun industry. I think I, I might want to do this forever. And the more I got involved, the more cocktails I learned, the more I learned about the restaurant scene, the nightlife scene, and the more I started learning about spirits, 
I eventually became interested in understanding how spirits were made. And I was most interested to see if I myself could make these spirits. And vodka to me was one of those things where it was never, it was always like hard to drink. I always, I always thought of vodka as like harsh, um, not very smooth. And so I studied the art of distillation for three years and literally every single day, morning to night, obsessed over how to make spirits and learned how to distill and how to uh, just the whole process involved in it. And three, three and a half years later, this was coming out of my still, this very same recipe, one sip. And I thought to myself, I need to bring this to the world. And that was, uh, I was six, five, five years ago, five, six years ago that that happened. And so then you, here we are today. You look pretty young still. So I'm assuming you were like, what, 25? Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm 32 now. So when I first, when Cylinder first launched, I was uh, 20, yeah, about 26, 27 when I first brought it to the market and started distilling around, I think, 22, 23. Did- my, my parents thought I was crazy. I, I bought a, I bought a still off of Amazon of all places for a thousand bucks and just spent all my time in uh, just in my, in my basement, just distilling. That's pretty impressive to be motivated like that. And at a young age. Yeah. I've always been, I've always been pretty motivated. Um, I started working when I was 14 uh, by I think 17. I had my own eBay store, just selling stuff that I bought cheap and sold for more money. And (laughs) I've always kind of been like very self-motivated and always wanting to kind of do more and learn more. And so I guess that kind of that evolution from bartender to distiller, you know, from from, I guess, tending bar to tending still was was a natural evolution uh, evolution. I'm, and I'm sure, Stelio, that uh, these projects aren't cheap to begin with. And, uh, you know, the thought is, you know, a lot of these startups do raise a lot of money to get their product out. You know, what was it like for you? Was this something that you kind of saved your money and just, you know? Oh, man, uh, this is not something I, I talk about a lot, but it was it was rough. You got to imagine that, you know, as a 23, 24 year old, I was going out meeting people who, you know, had, you know, call it deep pockets, telling them of my vision and hearing like, mm, you're, you're crazy. Like this is never going to happen. Or I don't believe in this project or, uh, you know, I, good luck kid. You know, um, I, I ended up having to deplete my entire life savings. You know, I, like I said, I, I'd worked since I was 14 years old. Um, I spent a long time in wealth management, uh, JP Morgan, Merrill Lynch, and, you know, junior level positions. I wasn't making millions, but what I was able to do is I saved up a lot of money, my 401k, and I had a pension and push came to shove and I had everything lined up. And last minute I said, you know what, if no one's going to believe in me, I'm, I'm going to believe in myself. And I took every dollar from my savings account, 401k, pension, uh, even maxed out every single credit card that I have to to bring this company to life so so you're the you're the true story of like that startup ethos that that whole like stories you hear of these these people giving it all to start a dream and you've actually done that and that's that's pretty commendable that's 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 yeah. amazing thanks it wasn't easy it really wasn't <laughs> easy especially especially when it came to quitting my job years later after so, you know cylinder became you know popular and, and started selling well and I ended up having to quit my job and and just kind of do this full time and going from making a salary to supporting yourself and, and having to reinvest the the money back into the business. It's it's tough. Yeah. But but also at the same time, so incredibly rewarding. You know, and Stella, you you mentioned before, like um, you wanted to study and learn more about vodka. And uh, 
out of all the spirits that you were exposed to as a bartender and what you worked with, why vodka? I just, I never had, I never had a favorite vodka. I always, when I was bartending, I always, I always had a, a bourbon that I'd reach for. That was my favorite. I always had a favorite tequila, had a favorite gin. I, I had a favorite gin, even though I didn't like gin. I, I, I was like, you know what? I, I know what gin my, my customers are going to like, but I never, I never could recommend a vodka that I liked. Oh, okay. And that's, that's what kind of led me to, and, and again, you know, vodka was always looked at as harsh and not easy to drink. And, um, and that's, that's what led me to, to taking what was, you know, an existing kind of mentality around vodka and trying to make it better. Right. And, you know, to your point about that, um, you know, unfortunately with mass marketing and strategies, when we thought of vodka in the past, not recently, you know, when you thought of quote unquote premium vodka, and I don't even know what that word premium really dictates back then, but people associated premium vodka with Grey Goose and the marketing behind Grey Goose is what drove folks to spend that kind of money for overvalued uh, vodka. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah, Grey Goose was was the popular vodka back then. It was a probably probably half of the call vodka was Grey Goose right. back when I was bartending. Yeah. Amazing, but here you are to change that, and uh, you know you know trying your product, and I was very impressed and how smooth it is, and you're going to tell us all about it. Um, <clears throat> is that um, you know you spent your everything. You know, your background's impressive. You know, you've worked from some very reputable companies, just JP Morgan, you, you're in wealth management. Um, you know, you stepped away from all of that that could have, who knows what would have done for your upcoming future. But, you know, what's in that front of us right now on that table is basically your future. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, yeah. This alongside some, some really cool uh, cylinder vodka-based cocktails in a can that we're coming out with the next few months. Awesome. It's definitely, it's my future. I definitely want to do um, alcohol for the rest of my life. It's just such an interesting industry and it's ever evolving. As you know, um, you know, earlier you and I privately were talking about some really interesting barrel aged spirits that are coming out of Greece that I would have never thought would be fathomable, right? I never thought that someone would actually go out and, and age uh, very traditional Greek spirits like that. And for that reason, it's just, it's a fun industry and, you know, I'm I'm hoping to see some serious evolution in the industry for uh, for years to come for for my company and for for others out there. And uh, Stelio, uh, before we get into the cocktail demoing, demoing, uh, can you tell our audience real quickly, if, in a nutshell, what vodka is as a spirit? Yeah, so vodka is they say vodka is uh, odorless, flavorless. Um, it's a it's a clear, almost completely neutral spirit. Uh, typically, it comes from a some kind of grain uh, base ingredient. Uh, sometimes it's wheat. Sometimes it's corn. Uh, there's some grape vodkas out there. Some potato vodkas. Cylinder is a corn vodka, so it's a non-GMO corn base. Um, I early on experimented with every possible type of, uh, of of base ingredient. And by the way, you could you could make alcohol from anything that has a uh, any kind of starch, anything that has a carbohydrate. Um, so I chose corn because for me, it was a really great balance of, uh, a little bit of sweetness, very smooth. Um, and, you know, especially in the United States, corn is readily available. So it wasn't going to be, you know, thinking long-term, it wasn't going to be like, um, you know, I imagined if I, if I were to choose a French grape as a base ingredient, I might run into some trouble down the line if I couldn't get access to French grapes. So for me, it just, it, it made sense to use corn. Um, and by far, corn had the smoothest 
flavor profile out of every ingredient that I played with. Um, so cylinder is, uh, the reason why it's so smooth is because it's a really good combination of quality ingredients. Um, we buy really, really good quality corn and where grown corn, uh, where <laughs> corn grows yep. and you know, the, 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 the region much like, much like grapes grown in California versus, um, you know, Argentina, the, the corn itself will have a different taste to it. So where we buy the corn from and who we buy the corn from um, makes a big impact on the flavor of the vodka, um, the types of stills that we use, the filtration technology, and the water cleaning technology that we use all plays a huge role in the final product. And we just use just the best literally cut no corners in creating this product. Excellent. And, and, and you mentioned so incredibly smooth. And you mentioned clean water. You guys actually do something for, uh, for, for, for that, for cleaning water, yeah. right? Because yeah. you, you were explaining yeah. so, to us before and it's really interesting if you want to give us a little bit um, more about that. Yeah. So I'm like, to me, the environment's like super important. Um, 60% of what's in here is actually more than 60 is, is water. Right. Water is um, the probably most the, the essential most ingredient in any cocktail. Um, it it's it water is life. Right. So um, I, I hold that cause very, uh, very close to my heart for every bottle that we sell. We donate five percent of every dollar we make to cleaning local rivers and local oceans um, in the areas that we are supported in. So in Connecticut, we're cleaning the Long Island Sound. Um, both with financial donations as well as my team kind of going out there and, and helping with the efforts. Um, and now in Massachusetts, we are supporting the Boston Harbor um, in the same capacity. So for every bottle of cylinder sold in Massachusetts, we are taking 5% and and helping support cleaning efforts of the Boston Harbor, which needs a lot of support. <laughs> yeah. nowadays. That's amazing. That's See, amazing. Yeah. And, and it, hopefully, you know, our, our long-term vision of that is, you know, eventually supporting even more, right? Um, eventually supporting the whole country in it and eventually, oh, and actually in 20, 2017, we had a series of really bad natural disasters. Um, you know, Hurricane Harvey, Puerto Rico, we had the uh, Flint, Michigan water crisis. We donated thousands to each of those causes. And so the whole clean water movement is the central sort of um, giving back focus for us. That, that's amazing. That's good. Good for you. Good for you, and good for your responsible yeah. company. Uh, real quick, uh, the name Cylinder. Is there a story behind that? <laughs> Are we allowed to drink on this webinar? Yes, yes. Um, this is a free for all. Don't worry. <laughs> Do whatever you want. So, the name Cylinder. Um, I mean, look at all these elements around us, right? They're they're mostly all cylindrical. Um, the still that made Cylinder is a column still. It is cylindrical. Cylinder is the defining shape shape of of our industry it's the defining shape of what drives culture too what what drives uh, some forms of architecture so it was a huge inspiration for me um and it kind of just it, it was very random how it came to me and you know i almost thought like this is like almost like a no-brainer right the word cylinder is it's in every glass it's in every shaker it's in every bottle it's in every 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 can and it, it just made sense that's that's actually a really was, really cool way available. of looking at it <laughs> <laughs> I like that. that. that that's yeah. very interesting, man. I, I, it blew my mind. I, I scoured the internet for, you know, I wanted to make sure I wasn't, you know, stealing anyone's idea and stealing anyone's name. I scoured the internet for the word cylinder and I, I couldn't find any beverage brand. I was using it. So I was like, this is it. This is such a, it's a, for me, it's a great name. It, it it's easy to remember. And uh, again, it signifies the, the source of, of where alcohol comes from. Wow. That's really cool. I like that. 
Awesome. All right. So, Foti, uh, what do you um, think? I have, have... Quick, I have a quick question for us, Doug, before you do. So, yeah. how much vodka do you drink? <laughs> like, how much? I mean, being, being that, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that you've got to taste your product over and over, and I'm sure you have to do a lot of things, but I'm sure you have your fair share of drinking it as well. So, I'm very, very specific on the cocktails that I like. I, I won't just drink vodka to drink vodka. I'm, I'm very much, I'm more, I'm more cocktail centric than spirit. Okay. Uh, focused. So, you know, my, my favorite cocktails are, uh, no judgment, right? The judgment free zone. <laughs> I love yes. a good lychee martini. Oh. I love a good Moscow mule. Ah. I love a good Manhattan. Um, and I love a good old fashioned. Oh, so it kind of depends on my mood. Um, but definitely my number one favorite cocktail ever what? is a lychee martini. If you guys ever had one, it's amazing. Yes. Um, and kind of each, each cocktail kind of plays a role in like where I am and what I'm doing and my mood and, um, so yeah, I, I do a lot of vodka, but I also like wine. I love, I love rye. I love a good rye. Um, and I pretty much do, you know, if I'm, if I'm out, I'll try a new cocktail here and there. It doesn't really have to be vodka. Okay. I'll try gin. I'll try pretty much anything, Excellent. but you're not, and I don't drink, I don't drink too much. I okay. try not to, I try to make it a, a thing to not listen, you know, cause there's a, there's a stigma, right. About the yeah, industry yeah. and, you know, yeah. With, with the times that we're in, it's okay to drink a little more. <laughs> All right. I definitely, I definitely, I definitely did some heavy drinking in 2020, but I'm, yeah, like you said, it's pretty sure everyone did, right? Yeah. There's nothing else to do. So having, so having said that, Stelio, uh, you have prepared for us three amazing cocktails that you're going to demonstrate, which I'm yep. super excited about. And um, you're going to be using some, uh, you know, mixers, ingredients that we can talk about as well. But uh, in the lineup, you're going to uh, perform and demonstrate three cocktails, right? We're going to do a, a honey meal tonight, a Cosmo, yep, honey meal. right? And a lemon drop. Yep. Right. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to hand it over to you to do all three in the lineup, but uh, uh, you let us know where you want to start. You know, the honey mule um, I, I was playing around with the, uh, the cheeky syrups that I got from you Awesome. and cheeky makes a, uh, a honey syrup. And, and I was like, what am I going to do with this? And I thought maybe I, maybe I play around with it in a, in a mule form and it came out so great. Mm. And so that's the first cocktail I want to make today. Awesome. Uh, I'm actually, I'm drinking it in here, but I will make <laughs> a fresh one. So everyone can, uh, can, you know, watch along and, uh, take some notes on how to make this. You're going to want to start with a Moscow mule mug. <clears throat> a Moscow mule mug is uh, actually was a Moscow mule was invented in New York. It's not a Russian or a Russian they, drink. Um, they lied to us. The reason why we use sorry. They lied to us. It wasn't in in, in, in Russia. <laughs> it wasn't. No, not not to my knowledge. No. Okay. Um, actually, the Smirnoff company uh, invented the mule. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the reason why we use a copper mule mug is because it keeps the drink super cold. Um, and so, I mean, for a cold drink, there's nothing better than making sure your drink stays cold. So we're going to use a, we're going to keep traditional and use a Moscow mule for this, uh, Moscow mule mug. Now for ingredients, uh, you're going to want your vodka, obviously cylinder vodka. You're going to want your cheeky honey syrup. Mm -hmm. You're going to want lime juice and you're going to want ginger beer. Uh, it doesn't really matter what kind of ginger beer you're using today. We're using regatta, my favorite. Um, and again, lime juice and honey syrup for bar tools, which, you know, there are a lot of really important factors in cocktails. Uh, for me, one of the most important is what kind of bar tools are you using? Uh, if you think of, you know, if any, any bakers or, or cooks out there, you know, a, a good pan, a good pot, some good, you know, some good cooking 
uh, cookware is, you know, makes all the difference in, in cooking and baking. So for me, a good set of uh, cocktail shakers is really important. You want a jigger. Um, a jigger is a measuring tool. Um, kind of going back to the cooking and baking thing. Cooking, you can eyeball some stuff, but if you're a baker, you know, uh, if you are off with a few uh, dashes of an ingredient, uh, your, your, whatever you're baking is going to be uh, a mess. Same thing with cocktails. You really want to make sure that you are measuring everything accordingly. Um, and so a jigger allows you to do that. Most jiggers have uh, two sides to a jigger. One is traditionally two ounces to one and a half ounces. The other side is going to be about sometimes half an ounce, sometimes an ounce. So we have our jigger. We have a strainer. Uh, there are two types of strainers. There's a julep strainer and a Hawthorne strainer. Uh, so we are using our uh, strainer. And we also have a bar spoon. We're not going to use one today, but it is also an essential, uh, essential ingredient for making cocktails. And uh, this is what you'd use to stir a cocktail if you were to be uh, doing a stirred cocktail. So those are your essential bar tools and we're going to get started. So we're going to build our cocktail in the small tin, small tin, large tin. And the reason why you want to build in the small tin is because if you overflow the small tin, you're going to know, you, you know what the volume is in the small tin. If you're building the large tin and you put your small tin on top, you might overflow and it might kind of spill everywhere. So you always want to start with your small mm -hmm, tin mm -hmm. and you always want to start with your, uh, your sort of cheapest ingredient first. That way, if you mess up, you're not wasting your most expensive ingredient. So let's see on our list, our cheapest ingredient is going to be the lime juice. So we have an ounce of lime juice and then we have our honey syrup. We are going to do an ounce of honey syrup. Now we have ginger beer and cylinder vodka. The ginger beer you're going to want to put at the very end on top of the Moscow mule after you've already poured the ingredients into it because uh, you never want to shake anything carbonated. So we are going to do two ounces of cylinder vodka. You also want to add ice in at the very end. Uh, if you were to put in your lime juice, put in, put in all your ingredients um, over ice and then walk away and come back, your drink would have melted and it'd be mostly water. So we always want to add our ice at the very end, just before we're about to shake. Get a good seal on there. Make sure it doesn't spill out. Go ahead and strain that into our Moscow Mule mug. We're gonna pop it with ice. And now we're gonna crack open our ginger beer and fill it to the top. And that's it. Oh, I wish I had one. <laughs> Just looking at all those ingredients. So give us, oh, give us the, yeah, I'll just say, like, give us the flavor profile. <laughs> so in a in a normal Moscow Mule, you'd have all these ingredients, but instead of honey syrup you'd use you'd use a simple syrup uh some people sub it out for some other ingredients if they want to make it a twist on the moscow mule but normally it'd be uh just everything in here minus the honey the honey just adds it it's very interesting texture maybe it adds yeah it adds some like like very uh like an intricate taste to it um like honey i mean it's <laughs> there's no other way to explain it it's really really good nice definitely probably um if you're going to do a twist on a moscow mule and you don't want to kind of go too far from the, the traditional one, this would be the, the way to go for sure. Right. Yeah, that's really good. How far is it? Can, can we head over there to get some drinks? Uh, <laughs> well, I was, we're going to book them for our next party. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm going to be in Boston next week. So uh, we'll meet up oh. and I'll make you some cocktails. Oh, there you go. How's that? Beautiful. And then, and then uh, Stelio, in case you happen to uh, visit the DC area. So Ari's going to be in DC. So if you have any... Ari's in DC. Okay. Good to know. All right, let me dump this ice. 
All right, so the next one is another classic. Uh, I am making a Cosmo because you really can't go wrong with it. It's a very well-balanced cocktail. It's super delicious. And if you make it right, it's, uh, you know, some people don't like too sweet. Some people don't like too, uh, too bitter. I mean, it's really just so well-balanced. Um, a lot of people, uh, I, I, think, I think the cocktail was made popular by uh, Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people uh, think Cosmo and they think very, it's a very feminine drink. This is one of my favorites. So I encourage everyone out there, definitely make this at home. Uh, you're going to want a martini glass for this. And we are going to build the cocktail the same way we built the uh, Moscow Mule, but uh, we're just not going to put any ice in the drink. So we're going to build our, build our cocktail in the small tin, uh, starting with the cheapest ingredient first, shake and strain into the martini glass. So let's see, we have cylinder vodka, cranberry syrup, lime juice, and triple sec. Uh, you can also use any kind of uh, orange-based liqueur. You can use Cointreau, triple sec. Uh, so we're going to start with the lime juice because that is the, the cheapest ingredient of this list. So we're going to do half an ounce of lime juice. We're going to do an ounce of cranberry syrup. Use cheeky cranberry syrup for this. And we're going to use our orange liqueur. Actually, we're using Cointreau for this. We're going to do, uh, let's see, half an ounce of Cointreau and then two ounces of cylinder. All right. You're going to add in your ice. So Stelio, do you get stuck making the drinks when you, when you host at home? <laughs> every single time, no matter where I am, I'm the one making the drinks. So when I go out, when I go out and I, I get to sit down, order a nice drink and kind of just have someone else make me a cocktail. It's the best. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely, I'm definitely the, uh, the resident, uh, mixologist everywhere I go. Beautiful. It's a blessing and a curse <laughs> to know, to know how to make a, a good cocktail. Oh, nice color. Just the sound tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> That looks, Cheers, guys. Cheers. Looks very good. Cheers. Oh, wow. That is delicious. That cranberry syrup is very good. It it makes it definitely makes this Cosmo better than a regular cylinder Cosmo, which says a lot. Okay. <laughs> That's good to know. Have you guys tried cylinder neat with yes. no any, any uh just yeah. neat? Yeah, so we've we've won over I think it's fifty-five double and triple blind taste tests, and we've won over twenty-five gold medal, platinum medals, and uh consumer choice awards in the last few years. So and that's, that's just a testament to just how smooth cylinder is. And that, you know, that's why it complements any cocktail you make with it. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not surprised that you, because when I uh, tried cylinder, the first thing was the immediate sensation of smoothness is what hit me right away. Yeah. I actually, uh, I, the, the first year I started distilling, right. And kind of learning that whole process. I, and when I kind of knew what, um, I knew what, what my baseline was because I went out and I tasted probably over a hundred vodkas. I bought nips. I bought large bottles, medium size. I mean, I tasted so many that when this came out of the still, I'm like, I, I, I said a swear word when I tasted it. I'm like, holy, like, holy you can say like, this is, <laughs> I, I remember, I remember where I was, I was in my apartment and I had, I had, I had distilled in my, my, my basement. I had several batches. And at that point, I'd already moved out, but can't really bring a still into an apartment, right? So I'd, I'd go back and forth to my parents' house, and I, I had a few batches, and I had, I think, it, maybe three of them. And the third one, I tasted, and I go, holy shit, this is it. That's exactly what I said. Wow. And that's what's, that's what's in here. Well, when you, when you were describing it earlier, how you never had a favorite vodka because sometimes they're too harsh or they have like that kind of taste... Uh, that struck me because that's always been my issue with vodka. And that's why, honestly, 
like cylinder is so good. And that's like, it's absolutely my new go-to because everything you're saying is a hundred percent accurate. It's exactly how I felt when I tasted it and how I feel when uh, you put it in any sort of mix. I got, I have one, I have one um, comment to make real quickly that it's so smooth that for me, it's a little dangerous. <laughs> I, I totally, because I think not, not too long ago, not to kind of, get too personal but we were having you know we, we were sipping on on cylinder and uh it wasn't long before we realized like where the bottle went <laughs> so that's the only that's yeah. the only that's the only thing i could say about you know it's so smooth that you're really you know it, you just you get lost in how good it tastes and how on how good it feels right because you mentioned in the beginning how vodka can be so harsh depending on how it's made yeah and, and this has nothing close to being hard yeah but hopefully most of the people Fati, who are drinking this are responsible unlike you so they're not they're not going to have that problem they, <laughs> well, just, the they problem. just enjoy the taste <laughs> how, how irresponsible can we be when we're stuck at home <laughs> true you know, i'm happy to i'm happy to hear that you know people are are out there getting vaccinated uh there's a little sign here that says let's stay home Hopefully I can turn that off and we all start going out yeah. soon and kind of life opens back up and we could start enjoying these cocktails you know, out, out in, in the real world. Absolutely. Guys, Cheers we're on our that. last cocktail. We are on a uh, lemon drop martini. Mm. Now, this is super good. There's several ways to make it. Um, the way I'm making it is typically you'd have a loaded amount of sugar inside the cocktail because you're loading uh, an acid in the cocktail as well. <clears throat> an acidic ingredient like like lemon and you want to balance that out right you don't want it too sour you don't want it too sweet um, so what i'm doing is i'm putting just a little bit of sugar inside the cocktail in the form of simple syrup and then putting a sugar rim on the end mm -hmm. uh, on, on, on the rim of the uh, of the martini glass so uh, we're going to get started we're going to do an ounce of lemon an ounce of simple syrup which is just uh, just a, a 50 50 mixture of water and sugar and then two ounces of cylinder what are your guys uh, favorite cocktails? Uh, I'm a big fan of like mules for, you know, all the different variations of mules. I love old fashions. Um, I love Manhattan. Um, I love mojitos as well. Um, mojitos great. Paloma. You know what's funny? Um, I, I used to always drink uh, vodka sodas just because I didn't want to put lots of like, so, uh, you know, t uh, um, tonics and, and whatnot. Uh, but again, some of those vodkas, they always got to me and, a vodka soda, which is so simple, so plain, but with a uh, cylinder. Oh, so refreshing. It's his, it's his afternoon beverage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I love a good mojito too. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of vodka sodas. Cause I feel like no offense. Sorry. But I feel like, um, <laughs> I feel like it just, for me, the purpose of a cocktail is the intricacy of the ingredients and picking up new flavors and maybe experimenting with some different syrups or different, um, different uh liqueurs yeah for me, you're, the soda is kind of like you're 100 percent right and i've i've had a long history of drinking the fruitiest like sweetest drinks and i think after a couple of years it just got to me and now i'm oh. just looking for something that's so like be, plain and simple be, without all right be honest it's the calories you look you're, you're looking at that too yeah <laughs> <laughs> it is you know what a vodka soda is good for that it's a very low calorie drink so for those of you out but, there who are watching your calories, right. definitely vodka soda is a way to go. But how about how about just vodka by itself? There's low calories in just vodka by itself. Yeah, but I mean, I need, I still need something that's gonna, that's gonna make it fizzy. <laughs> yeah, 
All right, so really quick. So we did, uh, for those of you out there who are uh, mixing along, we're doing an ounce of lemon, an ounce of simple syrup, two ounces of cylinder with a sugar rim. And a martini. So you want to always shake until the outside of the shaker is really, really cold. Um, and, and personally, I like to use uh, a Boston shaker. It's, uh, it's a two-piece set. Um, it's, it's probably, it's, it's the most professional type of shaker. Hmm. Um, the, the other shaker that you see with a little, little top, right. Three piece set, um, that, that top usually freezes on so hard that you have to kind of like bang it to get it off. Um, so this shaker is the Boston shaker. It's just, it's, it's easier for that reason. It's, it's much easier to get off. Um, what you want to do is after you, you create that seal, you want to squeeze down at your 12 o'clock and your six o'clock and hit it on the side where there's the most space. And that'll kind of release the small tin from the large tin. You want to give it a good whack. Oh, okay. So that's, that's just the easiest way to, uh, to, to separate the two. Very nice. Man, I wish we were in the same room. <laughs> I, I wish I, I wish I could send you this cocktail. I know like, that virtually. That's, that's the have, next that technology to make. <laughs> now I have four, right? I have two of the mules. I have a Cosmo and then I have a lemon drop. Cheers guys. Cheers. Wow. And you break it down. So oh my God, easy. That is, that is so good. That's so good. I haven't had a lemon drop martini in probably a year. And that is just really good. It's like a, it's like an adult lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, Ari, just take a look how quickly it was for Stella to demonstrate these three great cocktails with very basic natural ingredients. And within minutes, you have a, you know, world-class cocktail that you would spend tons of money at a good bar or a good uh, restaurant. Oh, absolutely. That's so and, true. And yeah, I can with, bet with you that, too. yeah, and I can bet you what, what Stelios just made right there, I would like way more than 99% of the bars out there. Right, right. Well, I think I think you know, a lot the, of us uh, are are a little intimidated um, when it comes to making cocktails and kind of overthinking. You know what what does it take? But these demonstrations like really put it out there of like how easy it is to produce a cocktail that takes you know a few steps, key ingredients, a couple of tips and techniques, and there you have it. If you were to take away uh, every every one of these these tools, obviously they're all essential and. And another huge essential component to a good cocktail is you want to have good ice. Um, I know that sounds that sounds weird, but mm-hmm. good quality ice that doesn't break apart and dilute too quickly makes a huge so difference. But the, the, have- the key to the key to creating a good cocktail is measurement, right? If you have a, a list of ingredients and you're not measuring, your cocktail won't be uh-huh. it won't be good, right? And that's why when you go from one mm-hmm. bar to the next, and you have your favorite spot because they make the best, uh, you know, they they make the best uh, mojito or they make the best old fashioned, that's because they are either measuring or not measuring, right? So when you follow these, these ingredients, this, this simple recipe, if, if you just measure it, it'll be good 10 out of 10 times. Simple as that. Yeah. So the takeaway, good ice and good measurements. And good and vodka. Good, and, and good vodka. vodka. <laughs> but uh, I know I've, I've noticed, uh, Stelio, um, you know, pre-COVID, I was noticing how more and more cocktail bars and restaurants were really um, enforcing the bar staff and bartenders to use jiggers. And prior to that, I noticed a lot of free, you know, free pouring. But lately, I see that there's a change in that, at least in Boston. Yeah, I mean, that's for that's for two reasons. I think the biggest reason that bars want that is for cost, right? Because if you're free pouring 
vodka and this bottle costs you, you know, $30 to buy as a bartender, you're, you're wasting the bar's money, but then a, a smart manager, a smart bar manager will have their bartenders using a jigger and measuring so that if a customer likes a drink, they know that they can go there seven days a week, no matter who's working, that cocktail will always be the same every single time. Right. And that's key, right? Yeah. Great point. Awesome. Awesome. Guys, um, this is, this, this lemon drop is probably, probably my favorite of the three. Out of the three? Really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So then you can just give the Cosmo and the mule to me then. <laughs> um, so um, this for me is uh, is refreshing to to hear the story, to understand what you know the work that you put into this, and the fact that you're producing what I consider high quality production well, hey, actually, at, at, a, not, at a great at a great rate. Not now that you mentioned that, um, we have uh, two quick questions. If I could just uh, shoot them over to you, Stelio. Um, yeah. What ingredients do you use to make your vodka? So the only thing, the only ingredient we use, we don't, we don't use any sort of additives. It's a hundred percent non-GMO corn. Okay. Yeah. I remember you mentioned so, that, but I want to make corn, sure. Corn, corn, water, uh, yeast. That's, that's really it. And, it, it, but, but from a, from an ingredient standpoint, it's a hundred percent non-GMO corn sourced from it, the Midwest. Is it gluten-free? It's naturally gluten-free. Yep. Nice. Amazing. Yeah. So we don't, we don't remove the gluten. There's, there's never any gluten that kind of, that, that goes into the product. All right. Forty. Yeah, is so there anyone any... out there who's, who's interested in gluten-free products? This is uh, certified gluten-free. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm sure so a lot we, of people. We've got the non-GMO, non-GMO going. We've got the gluten-free going. We've got no additives going. We've got, got the clean, clean, clean up water, cleaning clean up water, water going. I mean, mm-hmm. why would you not want to drink this? And it's and, smooth uh, and it's good. For you know, for our audience that's that's listening tonight, um, you know, cylinder vodka is available on our platform for sale. You know, we there's free shipping. We ship all over the country. Uh, we also have the cheeky products, which are the the great natural mixers in the syrups and juices that can go along. You can purchase those a la carte. But we highly encourage you to definitely, you know, it's not it's a support factor for sure to support. Uh, you know, we're going to be a little biased here, Stelio. You know, Greek Americans, you know, we love to support each other. And you know, Absolutely. I was we were, I was fascinated about your story as a Greek American out of New England because we're New Englanders ourselves. You know, Connecticut, you're still probably New England Patriots fan, right? Because you're in New England, <laughs> and um, and we love the support <laughs> factor. But besides that, you know, the truth is you're putting out when, what I believe in in my opinion is a world class product, mm-hmm. and I would definitely you know, now feel confident. I would bet you could put your product blindly up against all the quote unquote high end quality vodkas that are in the market today. And yours will be right up there with, with them as well. And I think you deserve the recognition. I think you deserve uh, the chance where people need to try your vodka. Thanks, Fati. That's, that's really kind of you to say. Yeah. I mean, you know, to touch on the whole uh, Greek factor, you know, I'm Greek, you're Greek. Uh, we definitely got to support one another, but beyond that, you know, for anyone out there who who isn't Greek, who's on this on this uh, uh, webinar, um, you know, uh, it's it's a, it's about it's about quality ingredients. And at the end of the day, if if you're if you're out there and you're you want to make a cocktail at home and you want that bar quality experience, you're going to want a quality spirit. You're going to want quality ingredients, and that starts with a quality spirit like cylinder. Um, how about Stelio? Can you tell our audience if they want to learn more information about you, your story? You want to give us your um, web address, your handles? So Definitely. Can follow you? Yeah. 
It's a website. Actually, everything is just cylindervodka.com. So it's so cylindervodka.com at cylindervodka on Facebook at cylindervodka on Instagram, uh, and we tweet here and there if you want to follow us on Twitter too. <laughs> cool. And uh, uh, I will also link up all of that in uh, when we post this as a video and as a podcast. So we just want to let everybody out there know. Number one, thank you so much for joining us and for for taking this uh, journey with us and, and either. Um, you know, experiencing something you've had before, or if you haven't, learning about an amazing product uh, from a pretty amazing guy. And Stelio, we want to say thank you so much for being with us, taking the time. And we want to thank everybody out there for watching, listening. This is going to be in video format and as a podcast. So if you missed it, you still have plenty of time to, to catch up with it. The products are out there. Try this vodka, people. I, I, I truly, truly stand by it. And we want to just say thank you again. Stelio, awesome. Thank you. Thank you, thank you guys. And I, and I definitely want to uh, just uh, sign off. And also thanks to our recent sponsor, Grecazon, who's making us uh, part of this as well. So we want to m- mention them as well, because Grecazon also has a wine and spirit section that also will feature um, silver Still. vodka. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. So, Stelio, before we go real quickly, anything you want to leave us with um, as a preview or anything in the pipeline for Cylinder that you just want to kind of throw out there real quick, if you're able to say so. If you're not, then all that's right, okay. All right, I am. I am. I am. I am. I am. So to touch on the uh, the first cocktail we made was a uh, was a honey mule. Uh, part of the reason why I was, I was a little partial in making that cocktail first is because um, in just a few short months, we will be launching a greek honey infused cylinder vodka oh and it is superb oh that's so, gonna be all right so on the rocks oh, you... on the rocks neat it is excellent and i've i've tested it with 20 or so uh cocktail well, recipes and it goes in anything do you if you need more testers let us know <laughs> <laughs> i'll send you uh, i'll send you the first bottle that comes out of the uh perfect, that's perfect. Awesome. all right so all we're right. gonna be on the lookout for that yes yep. definitely Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Stelio. Thanks again, Stelio. We can't wait. Cheers. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Cheers. And we can't wait for your new product. Try Cylinder Vodka. It's amazing. Thanks, everybody out there for watching, listening. We will see you next time. This is Ari with my co-host, Foti. We want to thank Stelios. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Cheers, cheers. See you guys.